All right, hey guys. Hello. Having a slight tech issue. That is now fixed. Yes. All right. Sorry about that. We did it. Yep. It's low level rage. Hi. Hello. Oh, so many tech problems to start with. Oh, it's a bad way to start the show. Oh, this is the voice I go into when I'm troubled, I guess. I don't know. Something like that. Wow. This is my new troubled voice. Oh. It's charming. It's great. It's great. Oh, thank you. Guys. It's going to be slow level rage tonight. <laughs> oh, I made a funny. Hey, I love it. Oh, I love wordplay. Because what did we hear, Tim? Uh, that was, the song was Sleep by the band This Heat. England's own This Heat. Uh, and that's from their album Deceit. Which, I don't know if they meant for that to rhyme with This this Heat, but it does. So it's Deceit by This Heat, the song is Sleep. And sleep does not rhyme with either Deceit or This Heat. Good fact. Yep. So write that down in your rhyming journal. And we played the song because, guys, we are super tired. Oh, so tired. I was going to have a beer, um, and like the only beer I have in the house is very, very alcoholic. Um, and so like I, I opted instead to have uh, a San Pellegrino, which is like basically... A, f- a fancier soda, if you guys aren't familiar with it, it's like a, it's like a nice, a nice grapefruit soda, 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 soda pop, soda pop, soda pop. Um, I want to say, say soda pop just in case, because maybe in some places you call it soda, in some places you call it pop. Where I'm from, we call it soda. More Covering like soda, soda, right? That's soda. like soda, Wisconsin, soda, soda. I have a soda and a, a, a bagel. Maybe later I'll have some milk. I am spending too much time at my job around Michiganers who all call it pop. I think pop, you know, if I had to be, like, uh, objective about which is better as a name, I feel like pop is is more specific because soda could refer to club soda. It's true, like a whiskey and soda. Which brings us to a fun... Uh, I was looking at, at uh, Black Francis slash Frank Black's Twitter account, which is mostly fine. Uh, but he, I like the first the first thing I saw, the first tweet was something about how he likes to mix San Pellegrino with, I believe, Club Soda, and then listen to Eric Satie, which makes him, like, it's, like, the most boring fact about anyone. I, 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 he might have been being, like, a little tongue-in-cheek. And but you, if that's the joke you're making, that still means that you joke. make the most boring jokes. It's a really boring joke. Like, and just imagining him just, like, in his smug face, just, like, laying back, like, ooh, I'm really appreciating the... I'm such an appreciator the, of the arts. The strange, the subtle uh, 12-tone choices. I don't know. Is, is he 12? He's not 12-tone, is he? I think he kind of is. I'm going to say Eric T did some 12-tone stuff. I don't know that for certain, because I'm ignorant. I'm an ignorant man. Um, but, yeah. Frank Black. Kind of a boring old dude now, right? A little bit, 
It's true. I'm a jerk. Fired Kim Kim Deal in the 90s via fax machine, I believe. No, maybe he broke up with the whole band via fax machine, which is like the most 90s way to break up with your band. Other than like, I don't know. There's no it's way. It's just you... like your face mashed into the copier with <laughs> your fired written on it. Just like stick your middle finger into the copier. If you could break up with a band by movie phone, that would be the most 90s way as well. But you program movie phone so that when, when Ken Deal looks up what the, the times are for Terms of Endearment. Not an 80s movie. Uh, what's it, uh, Forrest Gump. Let's say Kim Deal's looking up the movie times for Forrest Gump. And then somehow Frank Black has hacked movie phone to break up with the band. This is my weird fantasy for... The, the that would require band. actual work. Though, yeah, he doesn't seem like a very hardworking dude. Maybe he is. Um, I don't know. Yeah, we went for a, a, a relatively long bike ride today. Um, it was like twenty-ish miles. Is that right? Yep, Something like twenty. Um, and it was it was with it was, a crazy strong headwind yeah. coming back. It was very hot out, relative to how it's been. It was probably like eighty-five or something like that. I would say. Yes. Maybe. Here in the humid Midwest, yeah. um, and like it was nice on the way. I was, I was like, I should have been more suspicious because I was like, "Wow, this, this is going like real breezy." Oh, like, this, this is, is such nice. a great ride! Yeah. And then we went, started heading back. I was like, "Oh, this is going to be a long ten miles." Regret. Um, and uh, there's a the part of the was what trail is that called again? The North, the, the North, North Shore, North Channel, Shore trail Channel Trail. For any of you who yeah. are planning a visit to Chicago, it's it's nice. Um, avoid the lakefront unless you like constantly dodging slow. Or if you're a slow biker. If you're a slow biker, go for the lakeshore drive. Then that will be that'll be that'll be wonderful for you because you won't be able to actually go any significant. You can hang out with other slow bikers. Yeah. It'll be great. Slow biking scum, cluttering the the trails of Chicago. Ugh. But yeah, so there was a we, the 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 features along this the North Shore Channel Trail are like we were debating if it is actual proper art or if it's like community art, which is not to say that's not proper art, but you know, I'm an elitist, so I, I condescend to the. I still feel like they kind of just let anybody who so could. Bad. There's a lot of get weird... enough materials yeah. together to like plunk something down there along this of, trail. There's like one thing where it's just like a bunch of poles that had like. Uh, um, oh, is like, it the sign one? No, the sign one is like yeah, it's like a clutter of signs. So they have like a yield sign, and then like a like a and they're all like wacky angles. Yeah, it's like oh man, the city's a city's a mess, right? And then there was like one where it's a bunch of like uh, copper poles, looks like, and then they had weird like um, masks on the the end of them that looked like they were, you know, like what do you do when you take a thing of someone's face? What's that called? A cast? A cast, yeah. Like a cast I think I missed this one. It sounds horrifying. That one was like, it was like, I noticed it because I was like, well, that's creepy. <laughs> that was at least, that got in motion from me. But it was just like, it was. I felt bad because I was like on this bike ride and just also silently judging people's hard work. <laughs> it's just sort of, you know. It's there is a one, there's, there's a bad one by us though. So it's not a thing that is limited to the suburbs. It's true. It looks like a cross between a light bulb and... A, a piece of popcorn. Yeah, it's like a popcorn light bulb. And it's big. Which and makes it sound a lot cooler than it actually is. Does not look good. No. I thought it was building material for a long time. Like, I was like, oh, someone's building a, someone's building a weird popcorn mansion nearby. 
which would be sure cool. that would yeah. be reasonable popcorn mansion sounds delightful put it in your treehouse the court it's 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 where the the mayor of corn lives in the popcorn mansion actually that would be grizzly wouldn't it that would be like living inside <laughs> like <laughs> yeah that's a that's a weird wow yeah i'm trying yeah, to think of analogs mm, there isn't one i don't think not one that doesn't involve bringing up like hannibal lecter or something I was trying to think of one for for Mr. Peanut. Oh, do we we set the the timer, didn't we? No, no? because okay. we didn't talk about it That's yet. That's true, good point. All right. Also, I would like to hear about people's encounters with ridiculous community art. Yeah, sure. I don't want and it's like I feel I don't want to like make fun of it too much because obviously a lot of hard work goes into making things that I'm um scoffing at right now. And I am, to be clear, scoffing at it. Like, every single thing I went by. You heard me the whole time. I just go, <laughs> There are a couple good ones. <laughs> it was like that. It was like, <laughs> And <laughs> those are my three scoffy noises. The house one was cool. There's one of them, like, I, it, was, it was from a distance. You couldn't really quite tell what it was. And you get close. It's like, oh, that's like the frame of a house. And that was neat. Not to get too into the art thing. Look, I just don't like art that looks like it's just plopped in the middle of a place for no good reason. Right? Like... A lot of that, like, corporate art, it just looks like they just, like, dropped it into, dropped it in front of a building. And just it went, stick it on that there, piece of grass. There, that that's yours now. But, like, my actual anger about, like... $10,000, please. Built environments and designed objects within them, it would take too long to explain and also is not funny. Well, we can make it funny. No, I'm tired. Not. Yeah. You Ugh. should call us. Add us on please Skype at Low Level up. Rage. Make us up. Because otherwise, I might actually fall asleep <laughs> on the air. Want to fall asleep on the air? That actually would be a pretty good if you want to get really high concept. Is like having just nap time on the air. Wow, even thinking about that has just made me tired. <laughs> Let's so keep nice. moving on. Oh, it sounds so nice. Don't though. talk about it. Oh. You're making this worse. Hey, Lord, hand me a pillow. He's gonna do something annoying in 15 minutes if you don't call. Hand More annoying than what he's doing right now. So I'm setting the timer. Add us on Skype at Low Level Rage. And just, whatever, just give us a call. I'm not asleep. That was a joke. That was a, that was a fake sleep. Got ya. Tricked y'all with my fake sleep noise. Man of a, man of a thousand voices. But yeah. Um, so yeah, we, t- we were talking about uh, like what the 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 official topic for the show is and yeah before that, we rode 20 miles into a headwind uh yeah then uh, we were thinking about this lately and it's something that uh, for me is sort of wrapped up in music a lot just because of the way music sort of marks points in your life like sort of landmarks in your life music is 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 like it's like the black obelisk in 2001 a space odyssey and like marks the important the, uh, my my life is the evolution of mankind, and then music is like the black obelisk that foretells massive... And this metaphor's gone off the rails, isn't it? Um, I'm sort of imagining now waking up in the middle of the night, and there's just like, you are a space baby, and you're just sort of (laughs) hovering in the corner of the room. Yeah, well... I'd be okay with that. That would be weird. And then in the next book, I merge with Hal. Isn't that what happens at some point, I think? Yeah, Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I don't really remember. That's good, because Hal, I always felt kind of bad for Hal. The, the the misunderstood not evil computer. Hal is just trying to complete the mission, man. If that means 
it's not his turning fault off the life support people were puny meat bags yeah it's like you know what don't judge Hal for being better than you having a sweet red light thing that he sees with that's a fun let's yeah okay uh, but yeah so we were talking about um, how like the moments in your life when you, st- you first feel like you're an adult and, like, that might change in retrospect. Like, there's times when I've been like, oh, I'm totally an adult now. And then look back, I'm like, no, I'm just not, kidding. I'm not an adult. <laughs> I may still have that feeling, like, five years from now um, when I'm old enough to run for president. Yeah. Which I, I will do, but can't do yet. For me, I feel like it'll be, it's more those moments where you sort of look up and think unavoidably, oh, God, I have become an adult. Yeah. And not so much like, hooray. I'm an adult because I feel like most people don't really want that. I mean, like, everybody likes feeling like they know what's up. Some people do. Some people, like, I think have wanted to be, like, proper adults since they were very young. Um, Yeah, my ambition is to, like, have a spouse and some children and, like, a car or whatever. And then you, you take the things off of the list, and then that's how you know that you're an adult. Actually, that is, I think, how a lot of people live their lives, which is sad and weird. Yeah, once once you possess certain things, like you check it off a list, like I own a car, check. I I own a house, check. I I, did it. I have a spouse, check. Um, I have a four hundred one k plan, check. That would be nice, actually. I I have a fancy coffee maker, check. That yeah, that 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 you never use, right? The espresso maker that just sits in the box just sits on the counter and takes up space. I had one in the past that I did use a lot. I don't know what happened to it. It's somewhere. I don't know how you lose an espresso maker. Those things are kind of big. Yeah. You shuffles off the counter. It was like one of the few things I had in my kitchen. I had like a fridge and then like probably a pan and then an espresso maker. (laughs) It's like, it's all I need. Just make make myself, myself terrible lattes and stare at my empty fridge. Cool. Yeah. So, yeah. When did you know that you were an adult? And, like, conversely, like, moments when, like, the the illusion is shattered are interesting as well. Because, like, a few years ago, uh, when I I owned a car in Chicago, which, by the way, points in Chicago's favor, you can totally live here and not own a car, and it's fine. It's nice to own a car. Not necessary. If you do own a car, expect that everyone will ask you to drive them everywhere, though. Yeah. I say, as someone who has a car. Like I do. All the time. Do you? I don't want to walk to the liquor store a lot. It's too far. (laughs) If you love me, you'll drive me to the liquor store. I fall for it every time. I'm very emotionally manipulative. Um, But yeah, so like a good opposite example is like a few years ago when I owned a car. Um... And I think I was getting back from playing basketball with some, some friends, which I will say playing sports as an adult actually makes me feel like more of an adult, not less. Because I can handle it and not get, like, mad that I'm not great at sports. And, uh, yeah, anyway, that's a plus. That's a plus that's in the adult. Yeah, corner. that's like an, yeah. an adult um, yeah. feeling. I enjoy this thing that I know I'll never be great at. Right, yeah. That's actually, that's that's a very specific adult thing. It's like, as a kid, I never wanted to do anything that was difficult or outside of my, like, natural abilities because because it's embarrassing to yeah. not be like good at stuff right 
you feel like you should be like that was like my notion of being smart as a kid was that if it means you're good at stuff without trying which is not actually how that works at all right but yeah the point okay so i was getting back from uh playing basketball in the morning with a friend so this was during the middle of the day i was not i had not been drinking because i'm a responsible person i don't drink and drive um and, I, and we got back from from basketball and i had to find a parking space and this was like on the weekend when it was very difficult to find parking in my neighborhood not all, not impossible but hard so we had to drive around for a little bit and like i don't know about you lauren but like when i'm when someone else is in the car with me I, i'm much less patient about finding parking like it becomes much more of like a like yeah, a, man. I mean, we've been through this. Yeah, no, you get the. You I get, just go into my little Zen mode when I'm by myself, and I'm like, "Oh, that's fine. I'll deal with this." But with another person in the car, I'm like, "A, I forget how to parallel park." Yeah, because I'm super distracted. They're, they're watching you and judging you. Yeah, and then B, I get really self conscious. I'm yeah. like, "Oh, if I don't nail this on the first try and find a par- the perfect spot within 35 seconds, I will be judged." But see, yeah, so I ended up parking in front of um, what turned out to be a driveway, but was not obviously a driveway at all. Like there was. It was, I guess it was gated off, but somehow the gate didn't look like it, like I was maybe tired from, from running around like an idiot and just I didn't feel notice. Like this is the spot that I once tried to park in, but then realized was a, yeah, was not a parking it's spot. It's like, it's des- I think it's a trick. I think it's like the city is just set up like this weird, like, par- like parking trap because Chicago is. They just like wait yeah. around the corner. They're like, oh, someone's going into it. And then, yeah, so, like, and, and, and my buddy was with me. He didn't notice either. I, neither of us were looking for it. We both, like, that's a spot, right? That's the car-sized area on the side of the road. Um, and then, so, like, the next day, I, I wake up, and I can't remember why I needed to drive someplace, but I did. And, like, the car was gone, and I was just like, oh, I really hope it was stolen, because <laughs> at least I just get some money. <laughs> <laughs> like it was just like oh, I get some I get probably get some I get some money from an insurance company. I don't know. I assume that's what happens when your car gets stolen. I don't know, uh, right? Don't you get insurance money for that? But then so no, I looked it up and it was like no, it had been towed, and like I forced myself to walk all the way to the the uh, the lot where they keep the the cars that they've uh, borrowed from you for money, the the cars that they borrowed and then force you to pay the money to get back. Um, which is pretty far away. I think it's like three miles, something like that. The one on, it's like on South California, and not in like it's not a horrible neighborhood. It's not a great neighborhood either. It's like, so I get there and I'm just like, uh, I I felt like I had my like I was really like on the straight and there like I was in law school and like I just had my my stuff together, and then it was just, that was illusion was shattered in a day, and I got there and like they also wouldn't let me pay for it with a credit card because the title was in my parents name but they will let you pay with cash so basically they're like yeah this could be a stolen car as long as we don't know about it being they stolen. just want it not to be traceable <laughs> That's problem basically so i had to go and take like 300 dollars out great. of the atm like at this gas station just walk around with 300 dollars in my pocket like an idiot oh so bad and they left like that. There's that weird stuff they use the wax they use to put the the numbers on the the windows. It's impossible to get off. Also on purpose. Yeah, it's like basically to shame you. I'm pretty sure. But so that is a bad example of what feels like an adult. Because I felt I felt like a like a kid. Like I had that that moment when something goes bad, and every like all of your sort of um, the like maturity you've built up have just like falls away and you feel completely just like 
without a tether. That sinking feeling in the yeah. pit of your stomach. Where you're just like, oh, no. How am I going to get out of this one? It's awful. It's not good. Let's say, do you have a good example of, of a moment where you felt like an adult? Like you, the, the, the switch got flipped? I think for me, and this will sound kind of like maybe kind of weird. Um, it was when I bought a couch. Mm, that makes sense. And I think we might have talked about this a little bit at the time. Yeah. Because this was fairly recent. I was living in the apartment that I live in, and it is a little bit too big for me because I've never been too much of a haver of stuff. Um, and over my years in Chicago, I have ac accumulated more pieces of furniture and like things that make it hard to move. But for some reason, it was specifically, oh, I'm going to like somehow find find a couch and purchase it, which was like a huge source of anxiety for me because weird things make me anxious. No, yeah, it's horrible. I also, you, I mean, we went, we got it at IKEA, which is a, and like that place is like an anxiety factory. That place doesn't weird me out. For me, like it, it was like I couldn't figure out where people got couches that didn't cost like a thousand dollars. The thing, well, the problem with it here, this is a total side note, but like it's it's very well designed in like it's designed in a way where there's like a path you have to take through the store like they sort of lead you on a single path through each section and i feel like i'm being sort of like railroaded through it which you can also like not follow i know but it just uh, just the fact that that's like there it's sort of like in the air bothers me i get it i feel like everybody feels really anxious in ikea and i just am not affected by it it's not that's not the worst there's places i feel worse than ikea like uh even, like, a Target makes me way more anxious than Ikea does. I just have crowd anxiety, and it's yeah. like, Ikea doesn't give me that, because I'm like, oh, it's mostly just, like, weird stuff that nobody cares about. I will say the having the cafeteria at the halfway point, that's a smart move. That's smart. Because, like, I want to just not take a break, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll have some weird uh, Swedish desserts. And, like, uh, I don't know, what else, what else do I have there? I can't remember. Some pizza? Pizza, even pizza, pizza's at, the pizza's at the end, right? That's the, the 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 dollar pizza or whatever. I mostly just eat their frozen yogurt. No, it's good too. I'm also feeling like I'm like enforcing my own class shame because I'm like sort of embarrassed that I bought this couch at IKEA. Yeah, I felt I I just started to feel uncomfortable talking about it because I'm like, mm. like I was totally not going to mention it, and then I have been feeling embarrassed <laughs> that you mentioned it. I'm drinking a San Pellegrino and talking about IKEA. And I think I am wearing at least one item of clothing from J. Crew. I am pretty much. Oh no! See, for me, it was human alive. going the other way. Where like, IKEA is where poor people shop, kind of. Oh really? Is it? Like, it, you're you should be too good for it. I don't think I don't know if that's true though. Because I mean, like, it's not super expensive, and yeah. it's like kind of cheap crap. And if you buy stuff there, people look down on you. Really? I feel that. Wow. But I get feel judged a lot. If anybody looks down on someone for buying stuff from IKEA, then there's somebody who is uh, they're not a fan of bargains, and that's really their problem, not mine. But like, whatever. I mean, I bought this couch, and then I was like, I guess I'm stuck with this. I guess I live here now. Now I'm really anxious um, and don't want to talk about <laughs> this anymore. Yeah, that's fair. Which I guess <sighs> is funny, but I'm now. Well, it seems like Dad. 
I think a lot of the, the like things about being an adult is like le- learning how to deal with anxious situations and like figuring out ways to make them uh, like manageable. Like there's definitely things like like I will say that the like playing sports as an adult, um, which I do once or twice a week. Like that used to be something as a kid because I wasn't very athletic. I'm, qu- I'm kind of quick. Other than that, I'm like pretty scrawny and like easy to push around. Um, like as a kid, it was super anxiety inducing. Like it was it was just a lot of like trying to do something and failing, and then being like, I quit. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> like I can't. I have I don't prefer to control my body like a LeBron Jannies, so I just I don't want to do this. But as an adult, it's like oh well, part of it is the excuse I have is like oh I'm 30, so like I, you know my my body is starting to fall apart as bodies do, um, which is fine. It's part of the circle of life. But like it, you know, anytime I do anything well, I'm like kind of like yeah, all right, good one, good one, dude, good one, old man. I call myself old man in my head a lot, which is uh, a little weird, I admit. Um, but yeah, like it's like a thing that. I have transfigured into a source of, of, of like, it brings me great joy at times. And it used to be a thing that I actively avoided. I did not like playing them. I did not like people who played them when I was younger, like high school age. Um, it's, there was a, a time in college when I just didn't, like, I had that, like, sports or, no, oh, shoot. I'm not even going to do the voice modulator. Should I? We're over it. I don't want to. Oh, fine. All right. Well, here. Was that, were you just lying about that? What? About not wanting to do it? Maybe. I mean, it is a little bit much, you know? Um, it's, this, this is making me feel a lot less like an adult right now, actually. Let me try to get a little bit lower so it's not quite as, uh, not quite as, I can't even understand what you're saying. You can't understand what I'm saying. Okay. All right, I'm gonna drop it now. Oh, that one's that's worn it's worn out. It's welcome, I think. The voice modulator. I was so excited to use it too. Oh, gotta find a new punishment. But yeah, so guys, uh, call call in, call in, call in, call in, please on Skype, which I have not opened. So that's actually that's probably why no one's called in. Whoops. Oh, good job. Us. Oh. Oh, Tim. I'm just assuming it's because oh, nobody cares. I'm so tired. But. <laughs> well. Okay. I quit. I'm time done. to walk out into traffic. Yep. I'm done. Unfortunately, that would involve going down the stairs, so I might just open a window. It's really hot in here. It's like everything is designed. Like I Look, I guess I could have set up the air conditioner. I don't think we can do the show with an air conditioner running is the problem. Oh, yeah, probably right. Oh, so guys, that means that in like about a month, low-level rage will actually involve our deaths on the air yeah. because it will be 105 degrees in here and we can't run the we AC. Might be, I think we might be able to run it, actually. If I run it real low. Maybe if you move the sensitive mic away yeah. from it. Why did I log out of Skype? What's wrong with me? Or you guys are going to be super into hearing our deaths broadcast over. Skype, come on. Mixler. Ugh. Well, this is great. All right. Skypey. Come on, Skypey. Come on, Skypey. 
Come on, Skypey. Oh, God. You guys, I'm so tired. Skypey, come on. You can do it, Skypey. Uh, I'm going to have to take off my headphones if you keep saying this that. This is Skypey. Come on, Skypey. I believe in you, Skypey. Is that not good? You don't like that? Not a fan of my... my... Me saying Skypey over and over again? Come on, Skypey. You can do it, Skypey. The look on her face is, is pretty uh I am literally just not going to monitor this until I until Skype is open and I don't have to hear this. Oh Skypey's back! Hey Skypey. Welcome back, Skypey. I missed you so not really. I've not missed it that much. Alright, so Skype is now open. We're logged in. And you can call us at look. Uh, the, the name is Low Level Rage. Um, maybe send us a little text first just to make sure that... But really, just you can call. It's I fine. don't even care. Make an open phone right now. Oh. I would like to hear about when you knew that you were an adult or crack community art. Yeah, or um, I don't know. What job I should do? Yeah, talk, give us give us job suggestions. Jobs you think would be good Otherwise, at. I'm going nice. to work at the zoo and make some handimals. I couldn't even get a job at a zoo. That's the sad thing. Well, I mean, it does involve a certain amount of uh, expertise, right? You can't I just... can't do this. Yeah. like you... I already don't feel good about myself. Yeah, you know what? Just call, call and try to wake us up. Get us, get, us, get, like, get us pumped. I don't know. Play us like a jock jam or something. Tell me something not depressing, sing... because I'm really depressed right sing now. Sing us a jock jam. I want somebody to call and sing their favorite jock jam. That's what I want to hear. I don't even know what that is. You know what jock jams are? I mean... Like... Y'all re- can imagine. Y'all ready for this? Is it like who let the dogs Yeah, that'd be a jock jam. Who let the dogs out? So is it like something that you put on to get pumped up? This is actually working. Just talking about jock jams is making me really like. But I never. Is that really what they're called? Yeah. Oh, there's there was a collection. They would sell it on TV. No, is it? Oh, like jock jams twelve. Yeah, it would be. Oh, it's such a gross phrase. How do you think jams was spelled? Presumably with a Z. <laughs> yeah, it was. I can tell by the smile in your voice. <laughs> uh, um, How many of them were there? Um, I think there were. I, mean, I don't know if it was just the one collection. I feel like there were probably several. Oh um, god, Jock Jam's twelve. I, mean, it was I try great. to think. I just think like, like scraping the bottom of the barrel. Come on, it's the train, it's the choo choo, ride it. Is that how that goes? That song. I don't even come, know. Come on, ride the train. Come on, ride the train. It's the choo choo, ride it. I think that goes. <laughs> I think that's how that song goes. Come on, ride the train. It's a choo-choo ride. It. I'm pretty sure. I don't know if that's a song, but I want it to be a song. Hey, hey Emma, do you know this song? Emma, you're, Emma's on the air on the level rage. You're on the air. Hey, I'm sorry to interrupt your joke, Jim. Do you know? Thing. Do you know? Do you know this song? Come on, ride the train. It's a choo-choo ride. It. Yeah. Remember that one? Yeah. Are, those, are those the lyrics? Am I, did I nail that? I I don't know. <laughs> I've never really like thought about the lyrics to that song. Though. Uh. I. I I know the first line is "Come on, ride the train," but I didn't know it was the choo-choo. Ride. It's come on, come on, ride the train. It's a choo-choo, ride it. It's a choo-choo, ride it. Come on, ride the train. It's a choo-choo, ride it. <laughs> what? I think that's it. I think I nailed it. Uh huh. Do, do you know any other good good uh jock, jock jams? Oh man, all I can think of is uh, "Come on, y'all, it's time to have fun." Uh, yeah, that's basically yes. that was essentially the greatest. 
Jock Jam of all time. Uh, oh, Cotton Eye Joe. That's a good one. Cotton, yeah. you know, everyone oh, knows that. That was, that was a Jock Jam for sure. So, for sure. I never really played sports. So were Jock Jams, like, did, like, they listen to it on the bus to, like, away games or something? I, w- like, I, I was not part of a real team ever. <laughs> like, I did, like, uh, like uh, what do you call it? Um, it was, like, a rec- recreational level sports. Um, I think the the one time I tried to uh, try out for a high school team, I tried out for soccer and I pulled a muscle the first day because I was not in shape at all. So I was just like, okay, just, I guess soccer is not going to happen in high school then because my 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 body has rejected it as a possibility. <laughs> at least you didn't spend a lot of time like building towards this career and then your body failing. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Like I didn't zero time wasted. Yeah, I did not invest any actual <laughs> meaningful time in trying to become a sportsman. So it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that was good <laughs> yeah like i i was on a I was on like a field hockey team for probably like three weeks and then um one time i, I like one week i like missed the bus to an away game because i was i just like spaced out and didn't leave to get on the bus and then i just quit after that <laughs> yep that sounds nice. that sounds about right that I was, was like, nah. <laughs> that was about my level of commitment to like pretty much everything in high school it was like yeah. <laughs> I don't really feel like giving my weekends to this. Like I did, I did debate for about three or four weeks too. And it's just like, ugh, I just don't really want to debate this much. I do enough debating in my spare time. I don't feel like I need to devote my weekends to it. No. Yeah, totally. I didn't want to do anything in high school. No, I was dumb. I had to be around high schoolers. High schoolers, right. just, they, they stink. I was like in the anime club. <laughs> that sounds good. I was in the British humor society, which, oh. yeah, which was as, as dorky as it sounds. And then it turned it out. I turned, I was talking to my brother a few days ago and he and his friends founded the British Humor Society. So I was like carrying on the proud tradition of watching Faulty Towers during during lunch, the lunch hour or whatever it was. I love that. <laughs> I also love that you didn't know. No, I don't think I did. I think it was just a thing where I was like, oh, hey, British Humor Society. Okay, I like Monty huh? Python. Great. Good. Surely, <laughs> surely there'll be some cool kids at the, at the British Humor Society. No. <laughs> Not at all. What about the anime club? What was that like? Anime club sounds cool. It was mostly just people that I already associated with and I sitting around and occasionally watching a film. Mm-hmm. Like it what? was pretty relaxed for being like typical nerd jams. <laughs> but we also had like six other clubs that we were all in together. So really it was just like depending on the day of the week, we would go to a different room See, and that's talk what, about things. You guys knew that's the system. And that was my problem is I didn't know that that's like you got to play the system in high school, right? Just <laughs> Just join a bunch of clubs. It looks great on your what do you, your applications or whatever. I was just like, no, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go home and I'm gonna uh, play video games in my basement and sulk. And uh, you you can't put that on your applications. You can't say I'm I'm excellent at Tekken. I, I can I can beat anybody with Paul in Tekken. It would be great if you could though. I know you really should be. It able would to. give people a more accurate idea, I think, of like what people are actually like. And like, can you do that in South Korea? Like, can you put like starcraft on your college application maybe they have like championships or something they do no they actually do it's that's a a very serious sport in 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 korea i believe starcraft um that's a fun little side note for (laughs) for everyone you Um, should just be able to you know put anything on your resume that you're actually just legit good at like is 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 forensics that much more important than knowing how to do a sweet uppercut combo in Tekken what is forensics I think it's like giving speeches kind of like it's like you're doing like a speechifying kind of 
Um, it's also it's about I would say like if I had to rank the the high school clubs in terms of dorkiness, it's about as dorky as debate. I would say maybe a little bit dorkier because mm-hmm. it's like halfway between debate and acting, and like That's weird. Yeah, um, yeah. So it's sort of like it's like giving like pre pre planned speeches. I th- I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Did you guys see that documentary about high school debate teams? Now it's so weird. Yeah, it's. Uh, I haven't seen it because it would probably stress me out. But I like because I didn't like that world at all. It was really like upsetting. Just. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a. It, I did not deal well with competition at that age. Like I was sort of competitive, but when it actually came time to be, like the, for the competition to happen, I was just like, nope. I think I'm gonna blow this. I think I'm gonna blow this because I want to leave really bad right now. Like, so like, I'm out. your team do the thing where it's just like you just have to like talk as fast as you possibly can because that's mm-hmm. how debate works now. It's just like it's all about yeah. how fast you yeah. I think the the idea behind that, and I we didn't do that because we were like we were like the the low level. Like there's a the sort of like tiers and we were like the first tier you know, the amateur the 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 novice debaters um that was like that was like the seniors i think would do that because the reason why you do that i believe is that you try to get as much uh, as many points in as possible like yeah. uh arguments and then the other team has to sort of rebut them all so you just pile on the arguments and then they have to deal with every single one if they don't i think you get points god that just sounds like a hell world it's terrible it's, <laughs> it's it's awful it's like and 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 it doesn't teach you anything really that useful either. Like it's not how that's not how the law works. You don't go into a courtroom and just talk as fast as possible, and, and, then, and then like sit down five minutes later. Like that's just the, like, I'm out. Yeah, it's it's really silly. Nailed it. Oh god. Um, and like also there was a lot of like, I don't know, just the type of person who did it were, were people who were pretty high strung, yeah, and, and competitive. Um, and I was, I was definitely both of those things, but like kind of in denial about it, I guess. Like, uh, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Debate. If you love it, great for you. Not for me. It is not for me at all. No. Yeah. I feel like I've, I've, I've never been able to get into clubs at all. I don't know. If it's going to be like a fast talking thing, just make it a fast talking club. Yeah. Well, that would be great. Which should be really good. You just, <laughs> just. For an hour at lunch, you just immediately walk in, and all of a sudden, it's like it's the best thing to talk. Future auctioneers of America, basically. <laughs> oh, that would be a great club. <laughs> I would so much rather join that club than debate. Oh, and like, there's like a, a warm up section at the beginning where you like work on your like gavel wrapping. <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess there aren't that many auctioneers though that there would be enough to have a club in every high school, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I, you just like flood the market, right? <laughs> Yeah, I feel like the real, the real classy auctions they don't do that, right? They don't. You don't go to like um, I don't know what what do they sell it like a, like a, a, when they sell paintings? Do they do auctions for paintings, right? Well, the art. one in New York. There's like a big one in New York. Yeah. Is what's it called? Is there, there's a name? Oh, for is it, it Christie's? Cr- Christie's sounds right. Yeah, but I bet they don't do the fast talking for the the Christie's auction. It's not like it is like. All right, we got we got Vincent Van Gogh, Vincent Van Gogh, Vincent Van Gogh. Like, just I can't even say it. Vincent Van Gogh, Vincent Van Gogh, Vincent Van Gogh, Vincent Van Gogh. Like, that would be really off-putting, and people would be confused. Also, you have to enunciate pretty well to talk that fast, which I don't. So, mm-hmm. Vincent Van Gogh, Vincent Van Gogh, Vincent Van Gogh. <laughs> see one, one million, one million, one million, one million, two, two million, two million. Like, I can't, I can't do it. It just sounds like a weird, like, alien language. Mm-hmm. All right, well, thanks, Sam. No, oh, okay, sorry, sorry. Wait, but, but. Did we ever actually get to what you actually No, we didn't. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> What's God. up? 
<laughs> I don't know. I had a couple things. Um, I'm sorry, Emma. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, what's up? No, it's uh, fine. Um, no, yeah, keep keep, keep going. I I, uh, I got an itchy itchy trigger finger right there. I still want to get splashed, so I don't know. I don't know if I can say something disgusting. Enough. I don't. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't think you. I don't know if I don't know if you have it in you to be honest. Um, that might be a challenge right there. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I'll You'll try. have to spring it on us yeah. sometime when we're not expecting it, because now we're ready, and now right. we're just like, ah, oh, whatever. Yeah. If, if you should, you should call in and just play a jock jam over, <laughs> over the phone. Oh, it's really loud. Yeah. Y'all ready for this? It's great. Who doesn't like a nice jock jam once in a while? Good song. Yeah. Maybe I should be listening to more jock jams. Maybe I'd like get more motivated for my life, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, f- I kind of feel like, um, God, I was going to say the meanest thing. I was going to say LCD Sound System is like jock jams for hipsters, but that's not really fair at all to that band. <laughs> that's really, that's not fair. Maybe like all songs are like jock jams to some. It's true. Jock, <laughs> jock jams are, are really the thread that ties the universe together. <laughs> You've heard of string theory. This yeah. is, this is jock jam theory. <laughs> I think I get it. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's very complex. Like strange. It is. Yeah. You can't actually. It's all it's it's all speculation. But you know. I mean, you know, look, I don't know much about science, but I think I just laid out a pretty good metaphysical theory for how the universe is works. That God is a jock jam, <laughs> or God is a jock, and the universe is compo- <laughs> comprised out of jock jams. Oh, so we're all like motivating God something yeah oh this is like some weird like this is like uh what's what's the oh, what's the philosopher i can't remember his name uh spinoza it's a little spinozan kind of right a little bit <laughs> a little bit yeah i don't know anything about anything i don't know <sighs> i feel like it's not actually trolly enough to be spinoza it's true i don't know the, the, tbh the universe is a jock is compro- comprised out of jock jams it's pretty trolly I need to be more political. All right, Emma, it was a great call. Thanks for calling in. <laughs> we'll never know what Emma actually wanted to talk about. Why? Well, because we just had to talk about job jams for yeah, like 30 minutes. I just completely derailed that for no good reason. Uh, hi, Callie, you're on the air with Low Level Rage. Hi, you guys. I went to Rap Genius, and I looked up the lyrics to the Quad City DJs, Come On, Ride It. The train. Yeah, yeah. What What are the actual? I, I maybe I, do. I want to know what the actual lyrics I are. Do. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Lauren said she does. So All right. Fine. First, they say, "Come on, ride the train. It's the choo-choo train." Then okay. Then they say, "Come on, ride the train. It's the choo-choo." So they don't say, "Come on, ride the train. It's the choo-choo. Ride it." Um. Come on, ride the train. Woo woo. Hey, ride it. Woo woo. Come on, ride the train. <laughs> Yes. It's sad. it makes me a little sad that I was actually really close. That I was not I was not exaggerating how dumb those lyrics are by by much. I also want a segment where Callie you call and just read the lyrics of various ridiculous songs. I think jock totally jams. deadpan. Do you want to read us a, all a, the lyrics of, of a jock jam every episode from now on? I would absolutely do that. Pick out a don't you don't have to tell us what it is, just pick a jock jam. Um, oh yeah, I don't want you to know yeah. it. No, no, no. I would yeah. ruin it. It would. Like, you, we've already done... Y'all ready for this? Yeah. 
Y'all ready for this? <laughs> <laughs> Where he now is just marking. Tim was too loud. What a surprise. He has a whiteboard up where he's marking down how many times he's working that in so that nobody else can talk. We're up to like six. Yeah. Six? Six. Sex. Auf Deutsch. Ooh. We're learning things. I also worry that if I do too many um, hip-hop songs, Fred is going to somehow accuse me of being racist because I sound ridiculous when what? I talk about the songs I love. Probably do that anyway. Don't worry about it. Uh, yeah, you could probably do anything, yeah. and, and it would it would be fuel for the fire. So let's just not that. worry about that. Right, it's, it's, so... it's kind of like Fred is a race dealer because of how much he plays the race card, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. That was a real tight zing. First one's free. <laughs> well done. Good. <laughs> I had a sort of adultish thing. Okay. Um, I don't know why, but when I was 22, I started getting mailings from ARP. Yeah, me too. That happened to me too. I still get them. Get them young. And starting at the age of 23, and this still goes now, I get mailings from Beltone Hearing Aids. <laughs> They won't stop. I I honestly don't know how they got in on it. Okay, now that one's new on me. Do you get like a free hearing aid? Do you get like a trial free hearing aid? Um, I don't know. I haven't opened up one of their letters in a decade. You should find oh, you out. You could just like have a weird pyramid of free single hearing aids. This is like your. That this would is, be the most terrifying thing ever. This is like your. Some of the parts. <laughs> see that. It's right? like your superhero origin story is that you get a free hearing aid and now you have like like super supersonic hearing is that a thing is that what it's called yeah you just like actually like link them all together yeah. and now you can hear things from like a mile and a half away. you can hear crimes being committed i don't even need skype to talk to you guys no just just talk directly into my, my brain that doesn't sound right no that's well, no I, I, you yeah. can only hear yeah oh nice and yeah then... so open the mail open your mail open your mail kelly Fine. Well, right. at least I shouldn't let anyone else open it because that would be a federal crime to it's look true. at my ARP and Beltone. It's true. <laughs> unless, unless it's, uh, I think your parents can open your mail, right? Is that that's the rule? That's what they tell me. So, um, <laughs> your parents are allowed to open yours, Tim. Okay, cool, good. I don't, I, you know, I trust my mommy and my daddy, so they would never, they would never lie to me. Well, good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kelly, you sounded so unconvinced by that. <laughs> they I'm love just... me. They they both love me. I am their favorite. I I'm am... just smiling and nodding right now, okay? So everything's good. Everything's wonderful. Okay. It's great. We love you, Tim. Because if you told me otherwise, I might have a breakdown on the air. And... Oh, now, now you're just baiting people. I'm starting to tear up a little bit. So I think I probably need someone to talk to calm me down. I might need to... Can you hand me my binky? I was going to say that Lauren should have a juice box nearby. Yeah. <laughs> like a Capri Sun? Ooh, yeah. that'd be great. And I'm just getting Tim his binky. Try to... Okay, I'm, gonna hold... I'm... <laughs> I'm holding my binky. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. Better? You feel better? Mm-hmm. A little bit. It's okay, buddy. I'm just going to talk into my binky for a little while. <laughs> Your parents love you. It's great. Mm. Being an adult's really hard. Mm. It's okay, buddy. Mm. I don't want to pay taxes anymore. 
This, this is actually this is my my impression of a libertarian. <laughs> oh, I thought that was your impression of Wesley Snipes. I don't want to pay taxes. Mm. <laughs> That's the mm. worst thing about being an adult: paying taxes. Mm. Being a white male so hard. I know, Tim. Mm. I know. <laughs> All right, I'm done, I'm done with that bit now. I it was al- good, though. I can almost do that for the rest of the show, but... Um... This call strangely took a weird turn, given that it started with me reading the lyrics to Come On, Ride It, The Train. Come on, ride the train, it's the choo-choo. I think I made up... I, f- I feel like it's like, come on, ride the train, it's the choo-choo, ride it. I think that's right. And I... Also, like, what... Well, no, that's a different line. Oh, it's a different line. Okay, so that's the first... Come okay. on, ride the train. It's the choo-choo train. It's the choo-choo Come train. on, ride the train. It's the choo-choo. <laughs> and then the next line is ride it. Woo-woo. Yes. Come on, ride it. Or come on, ride the train. It's the choo-choo train. And then... Ah, 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 ah. Is this song, like, secretly filthy? Is this a filthy song that I'm just not getting what the, the reference is? Um... I feel like it probably is. So, to all you girls, you know I'm calling your name. Michelle, Tamika, Tanya. Oh, literally call. Ride the train, ride li- it out now. Two specific girls, he's calling their names. Okay, good. Yeah. Good. So, probably. Okay. That seems yeah. like a fair assessment. Okay, okay, this song is taking a turn. And boo, okay. you need to stop faking and come on with me. I want to take you home to be alone with me. Okay. So the, well, that's very this, this is some this is some kind of sexual uh, it's, it's like a sexual it's not even innuendo it's like exuendo. Now I'm afraid to ride trains. Yeah, I liked it when it was just about a train. I know it was just yeah. a fun song about a train. Woo right? woo, fun choo choo train. Oh gosh, here okay. we go. So get on the floor and put a pump in your back. Oh, oh no! Oh, no. Uh, the story has taken such a tragic back. turn. Can I have my binky again, please? Yeah, hang on. Okay, it's gonna be okay. It will. <laughs> it's okay, song. Tim. The bad song is over. Okay. We made it, sort of. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> well, lesson learned. I'm really tired still. I'm still really tired. Yeah, you gotta give me that yeah, so you don't fall asleep. Um, it made me sleepier. I I felt comforted, but also sleepier. So. All right. Well, thanks for thanks for the call, Kelly. <laughs> that was really good. I'm You're serious. Welcome. You should and I'll call get another song for next week. Yes. Yeah, I want I want more. I want weekly jock jams. All right, uh, sounds good. But but bye. We'll cut her off a little bit in there. Oops. Oopsie poops. Uh, should we listen to some songs, perhaps? Sure. Perhaps. We should. It's too bad we don't have just jock jams. Yeah, I know. Now I wish we had. Maybe next week it'll be all jock jams. That's actually not a bad idea. <laughs> I want just like twenty minutes of who let the dogs out. Uh, do you want to talk about the the destroyer song before we play it? Um. Or shall we just should we just? Wow, no, sorry, I just kind of blanked out there for a minute. Foam hands is the name of the song. If that reminds you of anything you wanted to say. Oh no, I know what the song is. Okay, let's wait. Okay, all right, let's play a couple songs and then uh, we'll be back in a few. Or we'll fall asleep, and the rest of the show will just be some songs and then dead air. Which, you know, worse things have happened. To inform you, there are certain things.
Hey guys, we're back. Hello. With low level rage. Um, so that was the go-betweens with Cattle and Kane from their album Before Hollywood. I was going to say the year. I forget what year. I think it's my, it might be 83. I think it could be 83. The year of my birth. Fitting. Um, yeah, right? And I played that song. Uh, before that, sorry, I should also properly back announce it. Um, was Destroyer with Foam Hands. What album was that from, Lauren? Off of 2008's Trouble in Dreams. Uh, that's the one you that you on merge the uh, the under the one that everyone doesn't like that you do like, right? Well, people like it. Okay, it's just, it's just not as people don't like it as much as Ruby's, and right. they're all wrong because that record is amazing. But we should talk about why you wanted to play the Go Between song before I talked about Destroyer. Yeah, well, I guess it kind of reminds me of um, like that song is very much on its its face, and I think in in every sense about growing up. Um, and it's got a few lines, like the, the line I always love from that song that we were talking about uh, while we were playing it was uh, his father's watch, he left it in the shower, which is this very sort of like those moments. I feel like those moments of just like stark shame and <laughs> fear from your youth often stand out really strongly. And like the good things too, but like those kind of moments that, you know, you look back, you're like, well, if you have a... a nice parent like good parents they'll they will forgive you and it will not be a big deal but that can also be a thing that is just you never feel more frightened than when you've done something like that right regardless of how they react to it it's it's that sort of like it swallows your world where you're like oh god this could be the end because i'm a kid and and what if this is just the end of my reality? Which, like, I'm, like I... Which, I, as an adult, I still feel sometimes. Yeah, and, like, I would say this is sort of a weirdly adult moment, in a way, where, like, I've had this, uh, this like, first or second... Like, a first really really old uh, iPod Nano, which I've had since I was, like, driving a truck five years ago. Um, and I was playing a game of soccer a few days ago, because apparently I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a jock now. Um, that's why you know such, are such know, an authority on jock jams. Aficionado of the jock jams. Um... And it was raining, and like it was not—it was not raining hard, but it was like you know my, my clothes got wet, and so like I dumped them in my bag after the game, and my iPod was in the bottom of the bag, and I think it got soaked and ruined, and like I had that moment of like hot shame, just like oh I'm so stupid. And I was like, you know what? I have a phone. I can put music on my phone. It's just a thing. I'll save up and buy another one. Not a big deal. But that would have wrecked me like ten years ago. I'd have been like, I'm I'm so stupid. Ugh, I'm useless, like an idiot. Right. I would have needed to, to cuddle with my binky. But right now, I feel you know only like half like I want to cuddle with my binky. Right. Like I think your reaction time just speeds up as you get older, with regard to like, like you're all like for me. I think it'll always be that moment of like, oh god. But then the window gets smaller where you're then you're like eh, perspective kicks in i can faster. deal with this like you you immediately can put things into perspective and be like okay this is not a big deal right my, my limbs are all intact no one got hurt uh, right i'm not going to jail that's basically my standard for a situation are my limbs intact did anyone else get hurt am i going to jail if the if i can check off no for all three of those doing okay yeah it'll be it'll be okay in the long run probably yeah. I really value the use of my limbs, is all I'm saying, really. Um, yes. Not to brag, I have all all four of them. And so, a variety of digits. Yeah. 
humble brag. Um, I wanted to play that particular song off of Trouble and Dreams. Actually, the single off of Trouble and Dreams. Because that record came out when I was looking at grad schools. And I bought it while I was traveling, looking at grad schools. And then flash forward several months later as I am driving across the country to move to Chicago which I think we've talked about the fact that I did it in 36 hours in basically a straight shot and it was a very not adult thing to do because it was frankly insane Um, but I, I listened to that record a lot and it was I think it felt sort of like an adult moment to me. Don't shush me. That was a very polite shush, to be fair. To me. The library. (laughs) Anyway. In a way, the world is like a library, full of full of of so much knowledge. I felt like it was a pretty adult moment because I think precisely because it wasn't terrifying. Yeah, like a thing that should have been that would have terrified you a few years ago. Is still difficult. Like, it was a big life choice, but it just felt like a life choice and not, like, something that I couldn't get past or couldn't do. And, like, driving was a challenge and moving was a challenge, but they all felt just sort of, like, what I needed to be doing at that moment. I'm still terrified of moving. That's... Even within a city. Like, I've lived in this apartment, which I like. I like this place. I like my roommate. And it's, like, a... It's it's in my favorite city in, in the world. I say, as somebody who has not been to every city, so can't say that definitively. But uh, it's you know, like I, the prospect of moving still kind of terrifies me because I'm just like so used to being in my place, in this place. It's your spot, specifically in this room. I spend a lot of time in this room. It, it's yeah. Anyway, uh, so that is a thing that like I will say still intimidates me, and maybe that's a thing to work on. I should move every two months and get real used to it. I just be a be a be some, a wanderer. As somebody who came from a very different background, a nomad. Like we moved every six months my entire life. Um, I think it is okay to value the spaces that you are in and that you can be in. Yeah, I guess so. Um, I've been in my apartment for a year now, and that's great. But like, moving every year is one thing. Moving every six months was hard. It's okay to, like, put down psychological roots in a place. Like, if it cripples you to think about moving, I think that that's when it becomes a problem. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, like... It's, it's partly that, you know, my, my apartment is still relatively cheap for the neighborhood. Um, and I like it. And I'm not priced out of it yet. Getting there. Getting pretty close. Um, but, like, you know, there's no good reason to move. Other than just sort of maybe wanting like a change. Uh, yeah. Hello. Hey, 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 David, you're on the air with the level Thanks, rage. Man. How's it going? Hey, Hello. Good. Nice. Wonderful show. Oh, thank you. Uh, I think we both Thanks perked up a little bit. Awake. Yeah, like I've uh, even just like <laughs> talking about Jock Jams has really gotten me a little bit pumped. Uh-huh. Um, singing them a little bit is fun as well. I think who let's. Yeah, for. right. Yeah, you sing along with it, right? Like. Uh, exactly. What's another good? Do you have any other good examples of jock jams you want to share with us? Oh man, I've avoided jock jams. 
Why? Well, you, you gotta embrace it. <laughs> yeah, I guess maybe when I first heard him, I did, but... I don't think I, I ever never, really... Yeah. I was never much of a jock. I feel like I probably, I like, enjoy them more now than I did when I was younger, because even at, like, when I was, like, 12, I was already kind of a snob, so I probably would have been like, that song's stupid. That's for <laughs> dumb people. Well, do you know what I noticed? I remember the first time I heard a Ramones song at a sports stadium. Oh, yeah. Because remember, they started playing Blitzkrieg Bob. Yeah, yep. Which is really Whoa. weird. Yeah. Where'd that come from? And then the white hey, stripes. Hey, ho. Yeah, the, uh, the, weird, the weird, like, over the top. It's like, a, it's like, I don't know if it's a remix or like a re, or the, the one where it's like, it sounds like a crowd of people singing Seven Nation Army. Is that the song, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like, how did that become a thing for sports? It, I don't it, know. If, it, if I had a time machine, <laughs> go back and change that. Started and I'd get rid of that guy. Maybe like Nip t- it in the bud. Take a re- like. Are you, all you have to do is like record a bunch of people at like a uh, like a um, Atlanta Hawks game, like singing along with that, and like sh- like show Jack White the video. <laughs> Just be like, this is what you have created. You're you're making these people happy, with with your your gar- garage rock masterpiece. Which I'll well, say that you know yeah. Well, maybe Jack White, if you asked him when he really felt like an adult for the first time, maybe he'd say, you know, I was at a college football game, <laughs> <laughs> and the marching band started playing my song. <laughs> and <laughs> I, maybe that's his moment. And I didn't pout like a baby. I I smiled. Yeah, in appreciation. Yeah. Said, yeah. Like, yeah, I wrote, I wrote that. that. Yeah. <laughs> does I, I? I assume Meg does not get. Does she get writing credits on on the the White Stripes albums? I hope so. I hope she so gets too. Ro- the royalties too. Yeah. Uh, I bet as she doesn't though. I bet she doesn't. I bet he threw her under the bus. He seems like a guy. With, I I I believe he's thrown a lot of people under the bus in his <laughs> thirty-seven years or whatever, however old he is. So, David, it sounded like you maybe had something for the topic. Yes. Uh, for the uh, the first time, when I really felt like an adult, um, actually it happened the second time, the second house I bought. It wasn't, mm-hmm. it, buying a house in and of itself didn't make oh, you feel you've like bought, an adult. You've bought more than one house, though. That's impressive. <laughs> yeah, like, not at the same time. Oh, okay. I bought one and sold it and bought another one. You're not a real estate magnate? No, not yet. No. God, so the, the first time it didn't do it. No, like buying a house in and of itself didn't make me feel like an adult. But the second house I bought, I went down to the basement. I didn't realize this, but it had a second refrigerator in the basement. Wow. wow. I, that really made me feel like an adult. To have that sort of excess capacity to yeah. make yeah. things cool. <laughs> and, of you, course, we just put beer and yeah. wine in it. Yeah, I was going to say, you can have a, you have the fridge just for beer. Which isn't necess- even necessary, but it's just like it feels great. Like, oh, you want a beer? No, don't go to that uh-huh. fridge. Go to the- you got to go to the other fridge. Yeah, like yeah, to the beer nice. fridge. Yeah, in like your hangout zone. So I love that uh, Ka- Callie in the chat just brought up uh, "What's Up" by Four Non Blondes, which you uh, have to remember that one goes. It's like, uh... oh god, it's so annoying too. But I- so that's that's a song by Linda Perry, um, who I think now writes a bunch of. Like, she writes pop hits and, like, I think is a pop producer. And I remember uh, I went to, like, a music festival in Milwaukee when I was probably, like, 13 with my brother. That was for, like, the local alternative rock station. 
and like a bunch of Milwaukee favorites are playing. This band called The Guffs was playing, who I think were a regional hit. And uh, Linda Perry also played. And then like later on, um, this lady was sitting next to me, and like she's kind of weird looking because I didn't like talk to her or look at her. And uh, she was like, she sort of turns to me, and and I, as a thirteen year old, did not want to be bothered by strangers, especially weird looking older strangers. And she's like, I still don't want to be bothered by strangers. <laughs> like, so you're enjoying the show? I was like, sort of. I think I said like, no. She's like, having a good time. I was like, I guess, something like that. Typical surly <laughs> just, like, teens. Brushed style. her off, right? And then later on, my brother was like, you know, that was Linda Perry sitting next to you, right? Like she was because she had been performing earlier and just like apparently decided to plop herself down in the audience. So I basically just like told Linda Perry to buzz off, which was wow. pretty cool. And then she, being an adult, was probably like, well, that was a surly teen. What a surly teen. I tried. But <laughs> unnecessarily surly teen who should be enjoying himself at the rock concert. But no, it's moping for no reason. Ah, that's great. How does that song go? Oh, what's up? I don't want to actually. Should I look it up on YouTube? Should we look up what's up? I want to hear about David's yeah, experience sorry. with keep, community art, though. I'm derailing it. Sorry. All right. I'm derailing a lot tonight. Community art? Or th- this is a public art experience. Oh, perfect. Sure, no, sure. That's, that's perfect. Yeah. So um, I live in central Pennsylvania. And a little known fact is that uh, Davy Jones of the Monkees lived in central Pennsylvania and Beavertown. Really? 20, 30 minutes from here. Is that Amish country? It is. It's yeah. um, it's like a little uh, like farming village. Uh, hmm. There's all these very quaint, pleasant little uh, villages in central Pennsylvania. It's all just farmland. Beavertown is not one of those quaint villages. It's just like a, like a, a bunch of stores and houses on the side of the road. I don't know why he liked it so much, but apparently... One of his roadies took him there during a monkey's tour between Philadelphia and Pittsburgh, and he loved the place. And he had a horse farm. Wow. Uh, and everything. Uh, and he lived at, he awesome. would go to Lowe's, you know, he'd go to Lowe's to buy toilets and things because he was fixing up his house. <laughs> so people would see him there. I'll take four toilets. I'm just imagining, like, yeah. t- t- tiny, like, five foot five Davy Jones, like, trying to lug a toilet around <laughs> in a Lowe's. Like three of them, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and well, he but he died tragically a couple years ago. Uh, yeah, that was sad. I'm a big monkeys I, fan too, so that made me that was that was not a fun moment. Yeah, he would perform locally too. He would sit in with bands and sing his songs. That's and he cool. Had a, a band that played with him. He, he, he yeah, he it was it was sort of a local thing that uh, he did. I always found um, interesting that he was like always posited as like the the sort of uh, kind of the 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 main singer of the group, but it took him forever to actually have a hit. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like Mickey Dolan's had most of the early hits. And then the final, finally, <laughs> Davy Jones had a hit with, like, uh, oh, what was this big Daydream one? Daydream Believer. Yeah, Daydream Believer, right. Yeah, but I think yeah, before that was, right. It was, I mean, he was, like, he was the cute one, right? He was the one uh-huh. all, the, all the ladies liked. Uh, yeah, but he, and he had the accent, too. So right. Everybody liked him. Everybody yeah, liked him. I liked him as a kid. I was like, I think he's my favorite as a kid. Because I'm like, oh, that guy he seems like a beetle. He seems like he should be a beetle. Except he's not, not as talented as any of the beetles, so... <laughs> Why am I besmirching a True. dead guy? I should not be. I'm sorry. I'm so being, when he yeah. wasn't lugging toilets, he well, was. I liked, I, I liked how you, that you, Tim, that you pointed out his height because he wasn't really tall. No. But about a year ago, they had a memorial celebration for Davy Jones. That's uh, nice. At all these events, just in this little, you know, fairground in Beaverton. Beaverton mayor was there. He looked like a character out of a Richard Scary book. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's great. It's awesome. But as 
as part of the ceremony, they unveiled the statue, and they didn't have very much money, so they had to hire this guy from Altoona to do the, to do the statue, and it wasn't a proper statue. He just did sort of a, he did a clay statue, and uh, he didn't use the right kind of clay. Oh, God. <laughs> he oh, used no. a water-based clay. Oh, oh no. no. He sort of painted it bronze, and uh, they unveiled it, and it was like, oh, it's, you know, it's a statue, but... You know, usually statues are really big, like they're like twice as big as the person, or one and a half times as big as the person. Yeah. Or they're really, or they're really small. You know, they fit like on a tabletop or in a, on a pedestal. Yeah, like a bust, a bust <laughs> of a person. Yeah, sure. Like a bust. Yeah, but yeah. this was a, uh, this was a, um, like a full body statue of him holding a tambourine, and it wasn't bad enough. When I was looking at it, I got to take a closer look. It wasn't bad enough that it didn't really look like him. Um, it looked kind of like the. Remember Land of the Lost, that furry kid? <laughs> kind of looked like him without the fur, holding a tambourine. So he basically just like threw some clay together in, in a Davy Jones shape and called it a day. Yeah, it didn't quite look like him, but the worst thing about it is the statue was only like four feet tall. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so it's like not quite really big and not quite small. So if you looked at it and you, did, and you knew Davy Jones was small, it'd be like, wow, he was really, He's really, really small. <laughs> they really did some camera tricks to make him look like a person, like a normal sized person. I shouldn't say it. I don't want to, this is, I feel like I'm slag, like slagging off shorter people. Look, we're, well, we're, yeah, we're all, a we're, life-size statue would be fine, but yeah. they made it so much smaller than he actually was. It's like it's an insult. big enough to be like, you know, he, that it, it like, like believable, him. right? Like he, like yeah. the, the guy who made it, like pulls off the mask, and it's it's like uh, Peter Tork. And he's like, <laughs> finally, Mike, yeah, exactly. Got my dig in. Wait, yeah. so, and you said it was a water-based clay. So did it? Did disaster befall it when the weather struck? I th- I think the guy took it with him. It was actually under pav- a pavilion when I saw it. Oh, okay. So, so I think the guy said, well, we're going to wait till we get enough money to actually cast a bronze statue, um, which I hope they make a bigger statue or at least, oh, God. you know, a more appropriately sized statue. Have you ever seen uh, the... Uh, I was just the... imagining it just melting in the rain. Have either of you ever the seen, seen the, uh, the, the, the statue of uh, the Fonz that's in Milwaukee? It's a, 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 I believe a bronze yes. statue of the Fonz, and it's, it's, mm-hmm. hor- it's horrifying. It's, it's, it's really scary. Yeah. It's one of those things where I'm like, there's some, the, I, the thing I like about Milwaukee is that it, it has a sort of like unselfconscious, like it doesn't really care that it looks dorky to the world, but also just the idea that the city would say like, you know what we really need is something to commemorate the Fonz, who was a character on a television show that was set in this city, not an actual human being. And he was, as Tom Sherlock has put out, like a young thug. Like he was a, like kind of a gang member who just became lovable as yeah. the show went on. Like, what a weird thing to spend money on as a tourist attraction. An awful bronze statue of the Fonz. Well, if you're Milwaukee, it's either Fonz or what, Jeffrey Dahmer or somebody? Yeah, Dahmer. Um... You know, like John Wayne Gacy. I think uh, no, he was he was he was Illinois. He was a, Illinois, yeah, okay. he was Illinois. That's um, right. I think uh, who else do we have that was that significant? Um, Oprah Oprah, and Shirley. Oprah right. went to my high school for a year, so that's that's a fun uh, one. Uh, well. She's she's a re- arguably a real person. Um, who else? Uh, Kato Kalin also went to my high school, <laughs> so that's a fun one. <laughs> a lot of a lot of real high flyers. Mm. Yeah. <sighs> I think Laverne and Shirley would be a better. Yeah, statue. that's more fun. 
Um, yeah. And they worked at a, I think, a fictional beer beer uh, brewery, right? Did they work at a yep. brewery. Is that correct? Yep. Were there mishaps? Did they, like have like a the line would get like was it like a Lucy situation where they would be like bottling beer and it would pile up and they have to like drink the beer before it fell off or and, <laughs> and they would. That, that was the final episode. I should have been a writer for Laverne and Shirley. Yeah, they just die of alcohol poisoning in the final episode. <laughs> oh, awful. All right, well, David, thanks for the call. Thank you. Good to talk. Yep. Have a good night. Thank you. Good night. Bye. Yeah. Yeah, there's a thing. I mean, I don't know if you know, like... It, it, Certain cities like Milwaukee have a very sort of um, a bit of a chip on their shoulder and need to do things to make themselves feel significant, right? So sure. Um, so we have a we have uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say a mystery caller right now um, who's, who's not saying anything. It's just mystery caller on the air. Um, and I said, oh oh dear. Oh, is he, is he, okay, okay. He's going. Yeah, no, all right. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah. Is, is he done? What's okay, nope, nope. All right. All right, well, that was uh, cool. That's how that song goes. All right. That was very informative. Yeah. Thank you. We'll never know who that is. It will forever remain a mystery. Maybe that was Linda Perry. Maybe she... she... Star power. Yeah, Call right? in to low-level rage. I think she's friends with Katy Perry, which I don't know if it's just because they have the same last name. Oh, they, like, found each other yeah. through, like, Ancestry.com? <laughs> By whom we are not sponsored, but I keep getting spam emails from them. I feel like... Oh, man. Uh, Nick just pointed out in the chat, Robin Yount should totally have a statue. I think he does have a statue at Miller Park. I believe pretty much every significant Milwaukee brewer has a statue. If he, if Robin Yao doesn't yet have a statue, that's that's some, that's some BS. So they're currently in talks to Actually, make I... a tiny Hank the Ballpark pup. Oh, they should. They should. They should totally make a Hank the Ballpark. Just okay. looking super majestic and or wearing Let a me... hot dog costume. We did talk the show. I need to get some baseball feels out. Um, so I am a big Milwaukee Brewers fan, as probably anybody who follows me on the Twitter knows. Um, Sometimes write about them, not that much, because I don't know that much about baseball compared to people who are real into it. Point being, uh, I've been to something like 200 games in my life, and I love that team. And I love that right now, this year, as we've this, this season, as, as Lauren and I have discussed, they're like they're like the the trolling evil team because uh, the their star, formerly left fielder but now right fielder Ryan Braun, uh, got caught doing the the performance drugs. And was a real heel about it. Like, tried to throw someone under the bus, lied about it. So now everyone in the league hates him. It makes me feel like I'm rooting for, like, the bad guy in a movie. Like, I'm rooting for, like, uh, like I'm rooting against John McClane in Die Hard, basically. (laughs) Yeah, it's great. I love it. And like Carlos Gomez getting is res- to be team evil, except with dudes who are not hateable. Right. Well, even even Ryan Braun is not super hateable. No, he's just a he's just a sports douche. Like he he he's been taking he took he probably took 
performance enhancing drugs to help his 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 thumb, which has a damaged nerve. So you know what? If you want him to play with the damaged nerve, that's your own weird problem. Um, but yeah, so Carlos Gomez, he robs home runs all the time, and he's very excitable. He gets in fights. People hate him because they're racist. Um, and so yeah. Anyway, this this team has been my favorite team since I was very young. Lucroy, Jonathan Lucroy, best one of the best pitch framers in baseball, which is basically the art of tricking an umpire into thinking that it's a strike when it's not a strike. Um, very valuable skill. But so the Brewers in spring training, uh, this they were they were I think they were just like they were trying to practice and found like like a like a small young dog just like ran either ran in the field or was found nearby and they kind of just adopted just him. Hanging out yeah. And then... He's just like a little tiny, like real real fluffy white dog. He's got a little bit of an overbite or an underbite. He's got an underbite, right? And he's got fierce little teeth. Yeah. Like he's got little like a fierce little dog teeth. He seems like a really sweet little guy and they kinda of just adopted him and then for some reason the internet just went crazy about this. No, not for some reason. Well, it's, it's the really, reason it's really is cute. that it's the it's cutest thing cute. I've ever seen. Yeah. There's like a real c- cool picture of Jonathan Lucroy the Brewer's catcher, like in his catching gear, oh, just like so serious. looking in the serious face, like like scratching the dog Hank, like giving a little scratch behind the ears, and like they're both contemplating the universe a little oh, bit. An amazing act of photojournalism. It's so good. And then there's a couple good pictures of uh, Giovanni Gallardo, the just, Brewer, just very just seriously walking walking, walking the, dog. the dog around the field. <laughs> they're the goofiest team. It's the it's it's like they're it's so funny to me that pe- people are actively angry at this baseball team that is full of the goofiest millionaires it's who they are millionaires to be fair but they're but then they post like weird dance videos of themselves looking like total dorks and it's yeah not to think that like somehow it hasn't gone to their heads they they picked up a a very young pitcher named Wai chung wang through the rule five draft which i will not go into the rules of but it basically is a way you can take a player from another team in a weird sneaky (laughs) baseball move um, and then he's not been pitching much, so I feel like they've been doing these weekly videos to cheer him up, where it'll be they'll, they'll play everybody Wang Chung tonight, and they'll all dance, and he looks a little bit baffled, but mostly into it. I would say is that is that and a fair everybody way? else on the team just looks really goofily yeah. into it. Um, I ju- should also say for the record, I knew very little about baseball before I met Tim. And now I know significantly more about baseball. I talk about it all the time. All the time. And in fact, I kind of like baseball. <laughs> it's good. It's interesting. It's no, it's like... I love. definitely like the Brewers. Yeah. Because they are the great... They just seem so likable. Ah, I love it. I mean, look, there's some... There's some... I mean, I will say Ryan Braun. I didn't like him even before all this happened. I wrote a, a little article back in the day about how, like, he just seems like somebody... I think I described him as somebody who, like... If you asked him for, an, like, you tried to talk to him at a party, he would just, like, knock the drink out of your hand and walk away or something. Like, he just has this sort of weird tood about him. Yeah, he has he has a rude tood. Yeah, he's got a rude tood. Like, he's too, like, he gave a, uh, a speech after he was accused of taking performance-enhancing drugs, which turns out he did. And then, like, was so poised. He was so poised in his lie that it was, like, kind of eerie. It was super eerie. The... the Anyone who can lie that well, it, it's concerning. Yeah. As a um, person who is a terrible liar... Yeah, I'm bad at it, too. I don't trust people who are good at lying, because no. I feel like they have an advantage over me, and I do not like no. it. Um, but yeah, so that team, very close to my heart. They're doing very well this season. They will not... 
they're not going to win anything. But if they do, ugh. I've actually promised myself if the Brewers win the pennant, I will get a Brewers tattoo, which would be my first tattoo, and that's a really embarrassing first tattoo. I love it. It's really bad. You made the promise on the air. I did. Now it's oh, real. They have a good. They, it would be the old logo, the the mitt, the mitt logo, which is the cool super one. Cool. Yeah, it's a good logo. It's Not sweet. The, the Barrel Man logo is pretty good too. I don't know if you've seen the Barrel Man logo. It's like a big, a I don't big, think so. a dude whose body is comprised of a barrel of beer swinging a bat. Oh, that is the single most Wisconsin it's thing so I have Wisconsin. ever heard. It's so Wisconsin. Oh my god! Because <laughs> the the fun fact, um, I went to most of the games I've been to at County Stadium, which was the old stadium. It was super rundown. There's actually a picture of it on my my wall, um, and it just was basically like a bunch of seats around a field with no no, no like accoutrement, um, and like they had a giant barrel of beer that the Brewers mascot, Bernie Brewer, would slide into whenever they hit a home run. Um, which they got rid of, I think, because people were like, does that imply that he's an alcoholic? Or, like, it seemed like a weird message, I think. Maybe they just didn't want to try to reconstruct the giant barrel of beer. Which was admittedly an unclassy thing to have. I love stadium. it so much. It's the greatest thing. <laughs> Further cementing oh, my opinion of so the Brewers weird. as the greatest team in baseball. They're not going to do anything. Like I know this. This is the middle of. They're in the middle of like a run where they're like ten games over five hundred, and they are not going to sustain that. It's not going to happen. But it, I love the sort of s- sports delusion, right? Like you're you're like high on yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, it's great. You're like out of your mind. Like they 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 no, they, they they won the series with the Yankees. In like in like really dramatic fashion, and they immediately cut like when uh, Mark Reynolds hit the walk off hit. Do you know what a walk off hit is, Lauren? You can Tell probably me imagine. Tell what a walk off hit is. It's like if you if it's the ninth inning, and you're tied, or you're down, and someone makes a hit, get, does a hit that like puts the team ahead, then you just win. If you're in the bottom of the ninth, the home team can only get only the home team can get a walk off hit, and so it means you just like get the hit, score a run, you go home. Hooray! That's great. And so, like, yeah, the, the walk-off single, and then they immediately cut to Derek Jeter and the, the Yankees dugout looking really sad. <laughs> like, No! Yeah. Derek Jeter's fine. I, mean, I don't have a problem with him, but... I will say, I think it's weird that they did, like, a ceremony for him before the game, because it's his last season. It's a little weird, right? That's really ghoulish. At a different, at a different like, not his home stadium. Oh, I did not know about that. I do not yeah. like that at all. It's really weird. Like... Oh, God, let's, like, light his funeral pyre while he's still alive, guys. I don't like that. Um, Just push him in the river. But yeah, so I, 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 you know. Oh, yeah, also let me do a quick uh, a quick uh, fantasy baseball update. I believe my team is still in third place. So I dropped from first to third. Sort of a precipitous drop. I was in fourth for a while, though. So Yeah, I was going to say. It's, best, a, it's a step up. Best baseball friends doing okay. Uh, and I will say the picture for Best Baseball Friends is a drawing of Ryan Braun and former Brewers first baseman sitting on a field and I think pointing at clouds. And like the implication is they're looking at clouds and, and saying what shape they are together because they're Best Baseball Friends. Aww. They like to hang out and look at clouds. I have to confess that I have started to follow my first Twitter parody account of a former player for the Brewers, oh, which yeah. makes me really sad, but also it's really good. Yeah, let's talk a little bit about Unieski Betancourt, who is like... Because we need to further alienate our <laughs> listeners. Let's just continue to talk about people for, who, who no uh, longer even play for Uni the brewery. Uni B is, is okay, so Uni Esky Betancourt was a, a hot uh, shortstop 
um, prospect for, I believe, the Royals, uh, known as a defensive defense first shortstop. I think we could actually just circumvent all of this by talking about the Twitter account, not Uni. Yeah, you're right. It's a good point. So, you, so this is going on too long, I, even I for me. I believe the name of the of the account, the sort of title is UniB, comma, Hit King. It's at twitter.com slash not uni. Not uni. Yeah. I will plug this guy because hilarious. It's really funny. He's aggressively like angry at any player who's not not him who plays shortstop. So he'll he'll basically call Derek Feeder worthless all the time. And also say things about how he's going to eat a million hot dollar hot dogs. <laughs> it's and like, now he's in Japan and it's weird. I think he I think he's still in Japan too, yeah. Like he and he's constantly the, the character of Uni B. Not UniB is bitter about being in Japan. Um, yes, because he's trying to get off the island. It's great. It's the, great. The, the funny thing was, for a time, I believe the Brewers had him on the roster just because other players liked him. Like, he was a dude where people liked being around him, I guess, was the rumor. He's like the unofficial team mascot. He seems great. <laughs> I also need to talk about the fact that, like, how much I am sweating right now. It's really hot in here. It's really Guys, hot Guys, the thing that I forget... Is that you can be in a room and think, oh, it's kind of hot. And then you put on a pair of giant headphones oh, and all so of a sudden hot. it is intolerable. Um, maybe we should play a couple more songs. Do so do I that? can take off these headphones yeah, for just for five a little bit. seconds? Oh, it's so hot. It's hot and I, it, it, I want to... I don't feel like I'm going to fall asleep anymore because you guys have been great and no. called, and you saved us. Talking about jock jams, I think it's just going to be the new thing whenever whenever things aren't going good. I was in a bad place, yeah. man. Um, so maybe we should... Uh, do you want to talk about the, the Moom song that you put on? Sure. Our, I our mean, playlist? I don't have as much to say about this one. It's off of, I believe, 2001's Finally We Are No One, the English version of a record that was the same record, but in Icelandic. Nice, yeah. Um... I just happen to have the English version on my computer. They're both great. Cool. But I was listening to this record a lot right after college when I was living in an apartment in the Bay Area and working a full-time job that I had, like, carved out for myself after, like, drifting around for, like, three months with bad, like, postgraduate depression. Yeah, I know that. And this record for me feels a lot like... Not feeling like an adult, but feeling like, oh, maybe things will be sort of okay. And, like, I've been independent and, like, financially independent for a long time. But this was sort of the first moment where I was like, oh, this is, like, not terrible. Nice. Like, I can I can sort of, like, do this and, like, see how I might be in the world. Which, you know, now fast forward, like, seven years and I don't feel that way anymore, but... We get there. Yeah. Okay. And I'll talk about my song when, after the music. Cool. Uh, so, yeah. Oh, let's rip off these headphones, guys. In a bit. Oh, it's so hot. I mean, here's the thing. I was complaining about the weather being too cold, like, three days ago. People in Chicago are never happy about the weather. There's always something to complain about. I was cool with it being warm until I just started sweating profusely. Yeah, just, now I'm... Uh, I'm more tired. I'm just gonna. It's tough, man. I'm just gonna wipe myself, my my wipe my my forehead off on my binky. It's my binky slash sweat rag. It's like Gross. a. It's a bink a binky rag. Mm. 
right. a, sw a swinky. Ooh, ooh, you just you, you won. <laughs> you won that you. one. You did. I win. Swinky wins. Swinky. Boom, we're done. Oh. All right, but back in a bit. Okay, we're back. I think we're going to make it. Yeah. I did not fall asleep. I feel much more... Like, about halfway through the show, I, I feel like I perked up. Probably just thinking about them sweet, sweet jock jams. I think it was because you guys called. Got my got my, um, my, my, my blood turning again. It's true. You got pretty into it for a minute. Ooh, that, that four on the floor. Don't do it. What did we so hear? Uh, that was McCluskey, who are often referred to as a Welsh band. I don't know if anybody in McCluskey was actually Welsh. I think they just lived in Cardiff. But uh, that was You Should Be Ashamed, Seamus, from their fantastic album that I always get the name of wrong, even though it is an awesomely named album. I'm going to look it up in a second. Oh, I, Okay, I'm going to say no. this wrong. It's the difference between me and you is that I'm not on fire, I, I think. So it's... McCluskey, yes, the difference between on... me and you is that I'm not on yes. fire. That sounds right to me. Which I will often refer to as the best name for an album ever. But I always get it wrong. No, I think it's different. Yeah, the difference between me and you is that I'm not on fire. That sounds right. Um, and then, before that, we had Moom. Is, is Moom right? Is that the correct pronunciation? Yes. Uh, with Green Grass of Tunnel. And that's from what? Finally, we were no one. Okay. 2001. Cool. Um, and so I played that I McCluskey song because I went through a long period of neither listening to nor really caring about rock music for a while. I think out of sort of like a snobbishness, like I just was like, hmm, that's for dummies. Like that's for, you know, music with like power chords and shouting. That's, that's, for, that's for kids. And my adult moment was realizing that like, you know, you can say a lot of really interesting things through music that is simple. Um, like, the space left by rock music leaves you a lot of, of room to say interesting things, either with just, you know, the texture of your voice or with the actual lyrics. Um, I would say McCluskey are probably not the most profound band in the world. They're, they're into, like, non-sequiturs and inside jokes and, and just actual jokes. Um, but like that, you know, they were one of the first bands that like got me back into listening to, to sort of just basic, fun, loud, noisy rock music. Um, and like, you know, that's the kind of like I have, I play music with some friends and in, in a band that I will not mention on the air ever because I'm not a self, not good at self-promotion. Um, but like, but you guys should check out my Vimeo. Yeah. Right. Yeah, do do check out her Vimeo because Laura made a really cool video that is way better than the song it's for. Um, but like, yeah, so like, I would not be playing that music that I think is actually very important to me, feeling like a fulfilled adult, if I hadn't heard specifically their album McCluskey Do Dallas, um, which is one of the best like 
it's the right length. I think it's like 35 minutes at most. Um, and like perfect length. It's just like yeah, the, the right length for an album. It comes in with just like it, it beats you over the head. There's like one slow song, just to sort of give you a, a time to breathe, and it goes back into being a rip roaring good time. But yeah, no, it's sort of like they, they they McCluskey taught me how to enjoy music that is on its face dumb, but actually is much smarter than it seems. And I think that's something that is like very much defined the way I listen to music as an adult. Yeah, good, good transition into like the closing moments of the show, yeah. bringing it all back. I, mean, I was wrong. Well, also the record, the Moon record, is from two thousand two. Oh well, that's fine. Close. Yeah. Um, so I'll say, yeah, McCluskey. Start with du- McCluskey do Dallas. Uh, the one that that um that that song is from. Uh, the difference between you and me. The difference between me and you is that I'm not on fire, which I think is a better album in some ways, but it's also much weirder, um, and sounds like a band about to break up in some ways too. But those are often, I will say, those are often my favorite albums. Is the weird album a band does right before they break up? Big it's all Star, falling apart. Big Star's third. It's another one. Uh, let me think about it. Let It Be is not a good example, but the Beatles were. Yeah, that's, that's not a, that's a terrible example. <sighs> wow, my just instinctive <sighs> snort response. Yeah, you didn't like the Beatles at all. Okay, well, that's it. I think we're done. Uh, that's another that's another low-level rage in the books. Well, I still think that people should call to tell me what job I should do, because as it stands, I'm still going to work yeah. in a zoo. Same. I might just, just, go to the, just show up at the zoo and hang out until they give you a job. I think it's how you get that. That's how I you totally get won't get arrested for being like, no. "Hey, child, do you want to make a handimal?" You just you just crawl into the gazelle cage and try feeding them, and, and just it, lie and, down. Yeah. And I'll just lie down until they until they until they hire you. Trample me to death, <laughs> gazelles. <laughs> All right, I think we'll play. Let's play a couple songs before we go. Um, I don't really have a good um, story for your for for mine, but well, I'll, I will front announce them. And you can just imagine what the fun story would have been. Is that cool, Lauren? Yeah, what are you doing? I'm going to play... Uh, the first song I'm going to play is Kudos by Surf City. New, New Zealand Surf City. Um, and that is from their album Kudos, I believe. From the year 2010, I want to say. Maybe? I don't remember. I'm sorry. This is very unprofessional. And then uh, we're going to hear uh, Component by Apparat. Off of the 2005 Silesium LP EP, which is awesome. They're German, is that right? He uh, is German. He is German. Oh, it's a he. Ooh, one of those tricky ones. Just the one dude. Yeah. So, so, so kudos by Surf City, and then component by Apparat, uh, and then we're gonna that, that'll be it. So, uh, we'll check you guys on the flip side. We didn't die. It was great. Thank you. See, see you on the the flipper flipper dip. See you guys on the flip-a-doo. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry.